0: Veil TV, live streaming TV made by psychics for psychics helping others around the world. Thank you for joining us today and welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Through the Vail TV. I am Kat and today's guest, we have Florentine. How are you?
1: Hello, everyone. Florentine here. I'm great. I'm excited to be on the show. Excited to connect with your audience and uh, teach them a little bit about about astral projection.
0: Yeah, so what is astral projection?
1: Such a big, big question. (laughs) What is astral projection? Well, uh, there's different ways to explain it. And the way I like to explain this thing is getting a bit technical about it. So um, you all have, you know, everyone knows uh, dreams and some people also have had lucid dreams so I know you have a, a dream it's like a it's your own little simulated reality that you explore and you are the one that is creating the reality and you're also the one that is exploring the reality so it's like a subjective experience we have a, a dream and anything can happen in a dream there's there's just no rules everything can happen right and then a lucid dream is when you are aware that you are actually in a dream and you are then becoming lucid and you can control the dream. You can control the colors of the walls. You can control the everything. Pretty much. You can just take control of that dream. And it's still your subjective reality where you are just exploring your own creation. And so it's like an internal thing, uh, with, with that now as to projection, you're going beyond your self, you can go into other planes and other dimensions so you can see that you have your own kind of your mind and your consciousness is like one dimension that you can visit and you can explore and you can create things and then you can go outside of that dimension and explore other collective dimensions which will be then objective reality where you have other beings other worlds countless other worlds uh, that you can communicate with and learn from so a bit yeah. like how we use the internet today to yeah. uh to connect with each other and to, to other things there's you know the internet has expanded so much and we've just mm-hmm. created the internet like you know a couple of years ago and look at how it is right now how massive it is and how yeah. we use it for so many things now think about the universe has been around for who knows how long time and mm-hmm. so the universe has its own internet and it works in this kind of like wireless way where everything is connected through this quantum field and throughout the projection you can travel through this web or through this infinite stream of consciousness to yeah. explore and to learn and to grow
0: it's amazing it's so interesting and how does it help someone on their spiritual journey
1: how does it help someone well it's um it's First of all, it's, it's a really, um, a shift in perspective, uh, and shift of it's, it's a new, completely different way of seeing things, you know, see the, yeah. your, the, your shift of your reality will shift away from like being this physical person that's born on the planet. Um, and depending on your belief system, of course, but like, you know, the, there is this belief system that we are just here for no reason, and we're just we just randomly evolution just popped us out, and here we are. We have no purpose, and we grow and we do things, and then we die and we disappear, and there's no point to anything. You know, that's, that's kind true. of like <laughs> you know, and it's quite a depressive scientific way of seeing yeah. life. And and that is the kind of conventional way of seeing things. Now, when you understand after projection when you astroproject, to project and when you uh, read about this and when you explore astroprojection, projection and, and start researching this this field you then start realizing how much more there is to reality and to yourself and how this is just one lifetime of many other lifetimes and how this lifetime correlates with the other lifetime and how you're here on a spiritual journey and so the focus shifts away from like, you know, the physical aspects of life that society tells you, this is important, you know, this is important, get, get the, get the house, get the car or get the, uh, I don't know, the family and, and kids and that's it. That's like what life is about. And then you realize there's so much more to life. Uh, and your focus becomes then at, at actually growing your soul, evolving your soul, because you know that when you die, uh, here, the only thing you're going to have with you, you're not going to have the car and the house and all that stuff. It's going to, you're mm. going to leave that behind, right? The only thing you're going yeah. to have with you is what you've learned, what you've grown, um, what you've done, what good deeds you've done for, for mm. others. All yeah. of those lessons we, you'll yeah. take with you into the next uh, life, into the next uh, growing experience. Mm. And so it's, it's, it's a complete shift of, of focus in, in what you're doing in your reality, in your physical life going from the kind of materialistic way of seeing things into a more spiritual way of seeing things and the the biggest difference when it comes to after projection and other things other spiritual concepts and things that are out there is that um after projection doesn't just it's not just a belief system like a religion it's also a direct way to actually experience these things for yourself to get your own proof, because otherwise it's just another religion, like where you just talk about these cool things. It sounds really yeah. awesome, but it's just a belief. And with Astro Projection, you can actually go out there and have experiences that can confirm these things to you. So you can actually really get a, um, a, a real understanding for yourself, a conviction that you will continue after physical death that you are more than a physical body and that you can see you know, friends or family members that have passed away uh, in the afterlife when they do. You don't have to worry about them being gone. Like there's so many, many things that then changes because now you have that direct experience and you can actually go ahead and um, verify it for yourself, not just trust the Pope or someone else that's religious yeah. or a figure yeah. out there that's gonna tell you things, but actually you going out there and checking it for yourself.
0: Yeah. And when um, you asked to travel, I've heard, you know, people have said to me, you know, you've got to anchor yourself because you might get trapped in another world. Is that mm-hmm. true?
1: No, that's not true. I mean, uh, it, it, there's it's funny because there's so many like scary stories that appear here and there. And, uh, th- you know, the truth is that people actually do this. Very, it, There's a lot of. It's very common to naturally do this uh, at mm-hmm. night, like spontaneously. People have spontaneous experiences all the time. Yeah. Uh, sometimes people remember them and they're like, "Whoa, that was interesting that this and this happened. Uh, sometimes people just remember it as if it was a dream, because they then they had an experience and then they fell, you know, they they fell unconscious, they fell into a sleep. And then when they wake up, it's like they have some memories of flying and doing different things. but. Mm-hmm. They just kind of discard it off as a dream but it could in fact have been a uh, a projection somewhere and so yeah. we actually do this naturally uh every night more or less and depending on uh, the person all of that kind of stuff and yeah. so think about how many nights you actually sleep in a lifetime and then think about how many times you've come back from sleep and how many times you you've got trapped somewhere yeah. no. <laughs> right <laughs> anyone so,
0: can ask for that
1: So, yeah, so you you always return back to the body.
0: Oh, that's good to know.
1: And I know that's one of the top fears. And to be honest, I think that comes from some myth or some, um, I think probably some religious influence where, you know, uh, I don't know if maybe the, the church was like, you know, we don't want people to go out there and have these experiences and find out that they don't need the Pope to tell them what to do. You know, for political reasons, it's easier to control people if you're actually have one source of information instead of teaching them how to go out there and find out the truth from themselves. So then what you do, you can just scare them off by saying, hey, if you do it, you might not return to your body. You might get possessed by demons, all, all these scary things that will, is going to happen to you. So then that keeps people, of course, away from doing it because they're scared yeah. of, of doing it. But what you find is that people that practice this on a regular basis and that are facing these um, experiences uh, they always come back and it's not a dangerous practice. You cannot get hurt. As a matter of fact, being in the physical is more dangerous than being in the non-physical because in the physical, we can, we can go on the street and we can get uh, driven over by a car, or we might be uh, in a dark alley. There's like, maybe three guys that wants to rob you or hit you or hurt you somehow. And in that in the physical body, you're like, okay, you either have to run away or you have to fight or hide. You know, it's scary. You can get hurt. You can get injured. You can die physically. However, in a non-physical state, you are super powerful. You can fly away. uh, You can teleport. And if you really don't want to be in a place, you can just think of your body and you will return in a second. And it's too easy to return to the body the, the challenge is to get out of the body to return. is so easy that it sometimes it's frustrating because just, just a thought of your, your bed or your body will just like suck you back. And you're like, oh, damn it. I wish I could stay up longer.
0: <laughs> I, I've been in a dream where I've had to get out of it, a dangerous dream. And I have thought of my body and I've gone back and I've woken up.
1: Yeah that so, works
0: yeah, um, yeah it does yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and um now you've got classes um teaching about astro and everything you, t- you know what else do you teach is
1: uh what like, I, I focus on? Yeah. so so you, your question is about how i teach these things and how it works and all that kind of stuff yeah
0: right, yeah.
1: right. so what i discovered and so Oh, just going back a little bit more um personally I've always been like since early childhood i was i wasn't gifted with any uh you know spiritual gifts like i couldn't okay. i couldn't see auras i wasn't um uh, uh, i wasn't born with the ability to ask to project i had none of these things happen okay. and yeah. um but what I did have was this like since I was a baby, I had this thing that I wanted to figure out how things worked i would look at something like uh you know uh, back then was like tape recorders i'll look at them like it's music coming from this box how is it possible so i would just open everything and break everything for the first couple of years of my <laughs> my childhood i would just break everything and then slowly i started to figure out how they work yeah. and i could then put them back together and i can i was starting to fix things i was starting to fix different uh, anything that would though sort of break I wouldn't understand how it works and how I can fix it so that was something that uh, really created throughout my uh, really um, mm-hmm. practice throughout my my uh, my life problem solving so you know finding solutions yeah. to things and so when I started to learn this practice this this as projection practice I went to different retreats I went I learned from different teachers I went to different workshops and stuff like this but there were still so many things that didn't really make sense and um, uh, there was a lot of questions about how how this practice is you know, how you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do with your mind with your body with your energy body um, there's so many factors to the practice and I realized well there's there's it's just complicated and when you practice you end up a lot of times getting frustrated because you don't know what you're doing right and you don't know don't you don't know what you're doing wrong you just kind of you know sometimes people meditate trying to get into this state and they fall asleep or they just meditate for hours and nothing happens and then you just kind of get confused because you don't know what you're supposed to do and uh, I was definitely in that position for you know like maybe uh eight years ago now or something like that and I started to using my ability to analyze things and to work things out and find uh, solutions, I started to to really record every single practice that I was doing and really analyze the thing on a very technical uh, basis. And I started to develop my own tools, my own soundtracks, my own systems um, to create uh, tools that would help me to get into this state. Mm -hmm. So you know, when we are awake, we're, I like to say, we're like somewhere here. And when we're asleep, we're somewhere, you know, here and the astral projection state, is somewhere around here. So it's very, very close to sleep and to get into the state can be quite tricky. And so what I discovered was that I'm not gifted with these abilities to get into the state, I'm I'm not a master meditator. I'm not like a monk or anything. So. I couldn't just get into the state just lying in bed in the silence. I needed some sort of help. So I created my own tools that would help me to get into this state and to have focus while being in the state, without losing it and falling asleep. And once I started to get results, I started to realize that I was able to now uh, master, to trigger these projections on a regular basis, because I figured out all the steps I needed to take, and I was then attuned to that. Then I realized that oh, this is something that took me some time to discover and uh, is pretty useful, not just for me, but for anyone that would like to learn about how to get into the state. And I then started to to look into the idea of teaching this and I realized that a lot of people are struggling because you have um, you have books, uh, great books. And you have videos, great videos on YouTube, and they are amazing at inspiring you and and sort of, and showing you what's possible and and showing you what experiences you could have. And they're really good for that. However, when it comes to actually learn it on a personal basis, I found that there's so many details to practice and it's so personal that Mm -hmm. one solution, one way of doing things doesn't really help the masses, like the uh, majority of people. So when you have yeah. this one method that you see in the book that could work for one person for maybe five maybe 10 but you have to really look on a personal basis. So what I do with the way I teach is that I sit with the uh with the person on a you know face to face like this and wow. I'm able to really go really deep with how they're doing the practice. And so really technical, like, you know, we, we, we have a system where we track every single time they practice, we then, uh, they have to then try, they have to record their practice in the system. Uh, you know, when they ask, they answered some questions like what time they went to sleep when they woke up, um, uh, you know, which meditation they used and loads of questions like that. And we track all of these and we'll look at, we'll look at each of the projections as an experiment that they do with themselves, to find out what is going to work for them. Because like I said before, people are different. Not everyone will get vibrations. Not everyone will hear sounds in their ear or see visions. Like everyone's gonna have different things that's gonna happen. And by tracking them and working in this systematic way together, we're able to troubleshoot and fine tune all the different ingredients that has to go into uh, this, ex- this uh, experiment, so the experiment becomes successful. And once they have a successful attempt where they project, you know, then we look at all the things that they did right, and we focus then on, you know, repeating the things that weren't right and, and ignoring the things that weren't successful. And at that point, we create what I like to call a projection blueprint, which is the blueprint of what makes projection possible for you because everyone is different. So you do one on one not group classes you actually do one on one Yes I um 90 I do some group stuff as well Okay but but I 99% of the time I spend uh, doing it one on one because uh okay. because actually because most people want that because people yeah. most like most people come to me not because they you know they want me to send them a pdf with instruction, but because they want to work with me on a, on a one-on-one basis to, so they can ask their questions, you know, so they can uh, tell me about their, 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 their lifestyle, the way they sleep when they have to go to work, maybe they have a family, they have uh, kids that are going to make some noise. How do you deal with, how do you deal with life and the practice the most effective way? So, and so th- I found that working in this way, working in this personal face-to-face way with people through coaching is the most effective to actually get them to have the experience and just sending them like a, a book or a PDF uh, to, to read will yeah. most likely not make them succeed. Unfortunately.
0: <laughs> and when you ask to travel, like, um, so before you fall asleep, I've got to ask you something about that because some people say they can astral travel awake.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, but when you astral travel, I'll ask you this first: um, Can you control where your soul, where you go?
1: Right, that's a really good question. So, how do you con- How does it? How does the experience? How does it feel? And how do you control it? So, it's um, it's nothing like. Uh, um, a game or a movie or something like that it's not external it's it's uh well it's it is external because you're looking at things and everything it's it's the best thing to say is that it's very much like physical reality like you're you're completely immersed in these in the environment that you go into and, and yeah. it feels very 3d ish because you're, you know you have up and down left and right you're able to look to the left to the right you can look up and down you can move freely in any direction that you want and you move with your sort of will of moving this way moving that way you don't necessarily walk uh you can walk but um you can also just float to places or you can just fly Mm. to places but you have full control over where you're moving um and you can get to places the fastest way to get to places is not by actually you know moving there you know flying from one city to another will take a while Either, even though you can go very fast you can take a while if you're going to do it that way it's more efficient if you actually think of a place and then make an intention to go there and then you can sort of open the door and the door can be as a you know serve as a portal that will take you to that place right. or you can just like make a strong intention of that you want to be taken somewhere because sometimes you might not know uh that, what the place looks like or what or anything maybe you just want to see your deceased uh, father right so you just you might just make that intention like take me to my father now and if you make that intention firmly with confidence you will start feeling that like you're drifting really really fast in a certain direction and at that point you have to make sure that you keep the same thought and do not get distracted along the way because if you then you see something really cool on the way like oh wow that's a beautiful forest you'll then just immediately fly to that forest so you have to keep your your thoughts focused on on that same goal when you uh when you set the intention and Uh, just one more thing to mention about that the um the experience how it feels it's Mm -hmm. really amazing it's like you don't have the weight of the physical body you know when you move there is a weight that you always feel like oh moving yeah. something is heavy. It's like there's no weights whatsoever. You're just light as a feather, and <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's okay. And you're you're just you know you you can get to to places very quickly because there's no like there's no weight being thrown around, and you are able to um, have different ways of sensing reality you can have different ways of seeing things you can have like a heating a heat vision where you see you know kind of like a reddish tone on things Uh, you can see energy Uh, there's different modes how the visual aspect works because you don't see with your eyes you're obviously your eyes are your uh, physical eyes are not with you you're they're they're in the bed so you're seeing with your non-physical eyes your third eye perhaps and with that organ or that non-physical organ things look very vibrant very colorful uh it's like everything is alive in in a very beautiful way and you can also hear things that are super far away from you that you would never be able to hear with your physical ears and you can smell things that are far away you can taste things that are far away like you can your, your senses are very expanded and um the experience can feel even more real than real than reality the physical reality you can, you can have experiences where you're like wow this felt so much more real i felt every single piece of that um forest it was like a part of me somehow and so it's 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 definitely an experience that everyone needs to have it's um yeah <laughs>
0: it's amazing and i've had people say over the years that so they can astro when they're awake is that true
1: over the years, if, if people astral project when they're awake, yeah. it's, it's true that you can, uh, you will, re- you realize that what is happening when you ask to project, what is really happening is that your, your consciousness is shifting away from your physical, uh, body from the physical dimension, from the physical altogether. together. So it's like a shift in frequency. In the same way that you can have a, a radio that you can dial from different channels, uh, your consciousness is sort of able to dial from one, uh, frequency from one dimension, from the physical to another frequency. And this is easiest done when the physical body is at sleep. Cause then you're much, it's much easier to shift your frequency like that. And that's what we do with when we ask to project, um, in the normal ways, but there are ways to do it also sitting, uh, and, you know, having a physical body being awake and actually being able to see things that are not a part of this, um, physical world. Not many people can do that. However, that's quite a unique thing. And not everyone can is prone is prone to be able to have that ability as easily, but it's definitely doable. And I have, I have, uh, one, uh, student right now who has the ability to actually shift um her focus from you know watching tv to suddenly start seeing things in the room that uh, like a portal in the room opening and then she can choose to actually look at that and focus on that portal which will then immerse completely uh you know surround her into this other realm and she's able to look around and kind of like okay interesting and then she can put it aside if she wants to and focus on the physical so she's she's getting very loose between dimensions in a way where she's able to, to shift very easily, uh, from, uh, from dimension to dimension.
0: That's amazing.
1: It's that's yeah, a- it's amazing, but it's, that's, it's quite difficult. Usually the physical body can be quite a distractive, um, force in that.
0: Yeah. I always got told when I grow up a dream, it's just in your head. But I never believed it cause I used to fly a lot. And that um, I mean, was real, I started like fly the high rises and it was just so real, I just couldn't see it was all in my hair. Like it was like, I left my body.
1: Yeah, that could have been an ass projection. It could have been a lucid dream. Uh, it could have been a dream. Could it, it could have been an experience that you had in your own created little universe, or you, you could potentially also explored other uh, realities. Sometimes, you know, it can be hard to tell. Uh, when you come into these states from sleep, it could be hard to tell what exactly it was when you come back. However, when you go into this state, uh, from awakened state, from being, you know, being fully awake and then meditating yourself into this state and then s- reaching these vibrational uh, fields, uh, states, and then, uh, being able to then project, still being conscious all the way and then project out and yeah. then having, um, Having your full wakeful consciousness with you, so you remember who you are. You know, you remember that you're practicing the, uh, that you're out of body, that you're practicing this. You remember that uh, you remember your goals. Maybe you you set, which is usually why I teach people to always have a, a set of goals or plans of actions, plan A, plan B, plan C, where they know. Okay, as soon as I get out of body, I have to go first for plan A. That's the top thing on my list, which might be uh, meeting my spirit guide. I want to meet my spirit guide ask him some questions yeah. about my life. Um, yeah, and so when you when you do that, the the sensation is is really um, it's really powerful, and you you bring with you your full consciousness, and you're not ha- you don't have this kind of half awake half asleep state where you're like in a sleepy state where you you know because sometimes when you have dreams you don't really you 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 come back and you're like what how could I even believe that was real how did I not cap- capture the fact that there was a dinosaur dinosaur in my living room and or, or this <laughs> and this happened like
0: yeah because
1: because you were not fully awake in that experience you were not fully awake to see what was going on but when you do it through a, a meditated, intentional way you can get into that these states with full clarity with full conscious clarity and then you can just navigate it as you uh, intended to and that's when it becomes really useful and powerful as a tool because you can then use that as a tool for self-exploration or for also exploring um, beyond yourself uh, to gain knowledge about uh, life, about yourself, about um, maybe your past lifetimes, how that affects you in this lifetime, maybe uh, contracts, spiritual contracts you made that might affect you in this lifetime you know you can get answers to questions because you have then bring you brought with you a very clear intention into the state that you then remember and you can then start working on that and you can do that every night you can just have multiple uh, things that you want to work on every night and then get into these states and start working on those things another thing that can be quite powerful is uh, to work uh, with healing Um, healing of yourself or healing of others And that's a really huge field that's, uh, is very interesting to explore. hasn't been explored enough. Uh, but for example, I know, um, a guy who is, who has been able to, uh, he had a skin disease that he tried to heal with conventional ways, you know, medicines, he tried different experts, different creams, nothing worked. Uh, and at the same time he was learning how to ask projects and he decided that, Hey, maybe I could try to heal my skin problem with uh with after projection somehow so after a few attempts he actually successfully managed to have an experience where he created this sort of uh, healing cream that he put on himself and um, that was kind of it that experience disappeared that was an interesting experience he didn't know if it worked but two weeks after he noticed that his skin problem faded away it was like a gradual thing so wow. somehow we don't understand how this really works but his skin probably hasn't come back since like he's healed that and we don't know how powerful this stuff is like we don't know how many things these these type of healings can can heal maybe it can heal cancer maybe not maybe it can just heal skin problems we don't know like a lot more research needs to be done in this mm-hmm. area but it's so interesting
0: <laughs> so um i was going to say to you oh, have you ever had a dream where you're falling. I'm sure you have, and you wake up just before you hit the bottom.
1: Are you falling and then you wake up just before you hit the? Yeah, yeah. I've had. I've had a I few think, of- yeah, I think I've had a few of those, or you, you're just about to die or something, and then you, you wake up.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: When you wake up. When I wake up from the falling ones, I can actually remember feeling myself fall. I wake up and I, I feel like I've just felt fallen. Yeah. It's
1: really weird. Yeah, yeah it's weird. Uh, sometimes when you have that, um, you know, that when you're sleeping and you have that sort of jolt that you have yeah. sometimes, um, that could be, you know, the when you're when you're falling asleep, your are going your astral body or your energy body, as we call it, uh, would go out of sync with the physical. It was sort of like go out of phase a little bit. Perhaps yeah. hover above the bed. And a lot of times when you have this jolt, it can be the result of the energy body just re uh, locating itself in the physical. And there's like a, a jolt because you're you just got mm. connected yeah. again to the physical body.
0: Mm. Um and, that's very interesting. Do yeah. so you teach all of this?
1: Hmm?
0: You teach all of this kind, of, you teach at all about us doing.
1: Well, there's so much, uh, there's, there's so much to teach, so I cannot teach all of it, but um, I teach, I focus on what is going to help people to have okay. the experience because okay. um, there's so much to learn about after projection, you know, there's so many things, but yeah, I, I think that there are great resources to learn what you can expect, what you can, you know, what kind of experiences you can have. Um, you can, there's a lot of inspiring books for that kind of stuff but like i said before like what i what's the what i've seen the most difficult uh, for people to learn on their own is how to practically do it for themselves and so i focus all my energy on that like okay how can we make it happen for you okay what is the you know what is the sleeping position or what is the practice position what is the uh what is all of these details that you need to focus on so that you succeed that's the the practical aspect. I I focus on that. And also, because it's important, the mindset, you, you cannot ask to project if you just know the methods, but your mindset is off. And so you need to be in the right uh, mindset, you need to have a mindset of someone that is, for example, not uh, scared, if you're very afraid of after projecting, then you know if you if your fear on a scale of 1 to 10 is a is a um, a 6 which is quite a high fear that's probably going to be an issue for you when you try to then practice it you're going to get to the state where you're ready to project you're going to freak out you're going to put put the headphones down you're like oh my god i was this close You know, so you need to work on, on fear. Uh, we, this is what we do in the program. We work on fear. We work on the mindset. We work on all the potential aspects of the mind being in the way. Sometimes the mind can just be like an annoying, you know, monkey chattering away. Like, Hey, are you doing this correctly? Maybe you should try this. Oh, are you relaxed enough? There's a lot of things that the mind is trying to do. And we, we have to, we have to learn how to silent mind and how to get into these states. And so controlling the, the mind, controlling the body, controlling the energy, body, controlling your schedule, uh, controlling your, your life in general, to make space for this practice, because this practice will need to be, uh, um, as frequent as the way that you would go to the gym and workouts to get muscles or the way that you okay. learn a new sport, you need to do it frequently so that it becomes second nature. they become something that you you get you really accustomed with um if it's just something that you do on the weekend once a week uh just like a hobby it will probably not work very well you will not get very far you need to do it uh on a a consistent basis to to actually see results
0: yeah i wonder if uh when people ask through it can go into the future like
1: Yes, they can go. You can go into the probable future. And it's the same when we talk about the uh, the Akashic records, Uh, Mm -hmm. you know, reading the future, getting information about the future. There there is a the the future isn't put in uh, written in stone. Uh, It is an ongoing process of that. It's constantly being built as we speak. And it's there is a very probable future uh, tomorrow. You know and maybe next week and the, the month after but maybe what's going to happen in you know a hundred years from now that might be way less probable that like way loose the, the, the energies that built up that future is 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 you know under construction and so you can visit a a probable future and you can see what maybe uh, what the city would look like in that future or what you would look like, or maybe find an answer to something or yeah, that's yeah. totally possible. And you can also go to the past as well. Yeah. Uh, but With the past that's more like solid, you know, that's, that's been, that's happened. There's no, it's not a probable right. past. It's a real past. Yeah. Uh, however, because we live in a multidimensional universe, and this is something that you have to learn when you ask project is that it's not a linear, process of past and future and present is like a multi-dimensional uh universe where there's parallel um, uh, timelines going on at the same time so your higher self would be then incarnated into different uh into different cats <laughs> or florentines around in different dimensions uh, living a completely different life having completely different appearances uh, yeah. but parallel versions of you in different uh, in different time zones, in different um, types of life, with different types of purpose, with different learning experiences, everything different, but in parallel, happening at the same time. And this is something that, for example, I've been, uh, I've had a couple of experiences where I've been able to, uh, uh, where I've been visiting, not not by choice, but Sometimes you have these experiences where you uh, you just end up somewhere like, OK, where am I? And um, in this one experience, I was in a, in a, I was supposed to be in my home. I was supposed to be going out in my own bed. But I was mm-hmm. suddenly in a different bedroom. And I, I walk around this very small wooden house. And um, the first thing I always do when I get to a new place is to look myself in the mirror and, and see what I look like. you know It's always interesting. And I was a completely different person, I didn't look anything like myself. And when you have to project, you also get these downloads. Like your intuition is very, very powerful. You just like know things, you just get a knowing. So I started to get those downloads that, Hey, you're not in uh, this this is not you. You're now in a uh, parallel version, uh, visiting a parallel version of yourself that has a completely different life. So I was like, "Oh, this is exciting! So this is another part of my higher self in, incarnate in this place. What is this place?" So I started to explore. I bump into a little guy that was, I think, my servant. That's why I got from him. He was my servant. He was like helping in the in the home. Very short, very almost a midget-like kind of guy. Speaking a very strange language that I couldn't understand. So I was like, "Okay, I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. I'm gonna go outside and check out the uh, what's happening out there." And as I go outside, because I want to see where am I, you know, what is this place? As I go outside, um, I notice that, you know, it looks, things looks pretty similar, like to, to how things are on earth, like trees and houses. But somehow the scales are a bit weird. Like there's small trees, big trees, small house, big house, confusing. And then I see this huge giant that walks uh, towards me and then passes me and I've I've never been into giants. I'm, you know, I'm not the kind of giant uh, kind of guy like into um, looking after giants and what they're doing. So for me, it was like, what the hell, what, what is this A giant? And I looked this, I, I was staring at this giant with, with, uh, with in a shock. I was like, yeah. what the hell? And this giant was looking at me like, dude, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> like he was just pa- passing by like no big deal. And I was yeah. just very surprised because I wasn't expecting that. And then later on in that experience, I learned that in that reality, there were giants and there were midgets and there were like all kinds of sizes of, of, of beings living and coexisting in the same society. And it's normal. There's no, like, there's nothing It was harmonious. There was, there was no fight between or anything. They are just living there and, uh, it was normal in that world. <laughs> and so, yeah, you can visit these alternative worlds and understand how expansive consciousness is and the universe yeah. and how much more there is and how we live in a small little bubble where we think this is all there is and there are uh, aliens are really far away actually they're everywhere you know you just have to shift frequency you're gonna you're gonna end up in a different uh, alien world instantly
0: exactly do you think um let me see uh nostradamus for example maybe he astro into the future or because he definitely had visions but we don't know yeah
1: absolutely i think um so there there are a couple different states uh Ask projection is one of those states where you can explore you, you know you separate from the physical you go out and explore but then there's also things like uh you know channeling uh remote viewing where you are able to sit meditate and you can sort of download information to yourself from yeah. you know you can focus on something you start seeing images you start yeah. maybe uh, smelling things or you know sens- sensations come to you information come to you and in yeah. that way you can get information you know you can start reading the akashic records so you can read the um, uh things from the future like i'm i'm sure leonardo, leonardo da vinci uh, he was uh, i think he he was the one writing uh drawing helicopters and stuff like that, flying machines, which was like way beyond his time. And I think that's the kind of things that you can, you can do when you tap into, um, the Akashic records and you start, you start getting information about things that have, hasn't even happened yet because you're accessing a future, uh, reality, or maybe a parallel reality where that reality is already in a future state. And that's another thing to mention that when you ask to project, you can actually you can shift your frequency into the future into the past yes but you can also go to different dimensions that are at different uh evolutional level so you can go to a place where um you know the the, the people living there haven't even invented fire and they're they look at you as like some god if you appear there and you <laughs> you fly around and um then you can also go into a, a futuristic astral city where everything is like you know like Next level technology, flying cars, and healing machines, and um, really involved societies.
0: Yeah, it's so amazing stuff. If anyone's got any questions, please put them in the comments about anything to have asked you traveling or any questions you've got at all. Just yeah, put them in the comments. And um, thank you everyone for tuning in. um so I
1: see I see one question here which is about uh yes my Uh, my favorite personal experience (laughs) that's one of the questions there so um yeah I think I always tell people that there isn't always there is never like this one experience usually it's like a collective of experiences that just makes that like aha moment where you like you understand how there's so much more and it just brings you that perspective of of expanded perspective but if I were to pinpoint one experience that was more kind of emotional and and meant something uh, more to me than seeing giants you know for example um, it will be this one experience where I, I met my spirit guide and I was prepared with my questions so it's always important to have like um, you know, a a couple questions with you when you meet your spirit guides, because Mm -hmm. usually your time, when you explore, usually your time is quite limited, uh, because you don't know when you're going to get sucked back into the body. It can be, you know, in five minutes, it can be in 10 minutes, it can be in one minute, it can be in 30 seconds. You don't know. And so because of that, you want to make sure to have really good questions with you in the order that you want them to be answered first. Right. So I, I go ahead and I made the intention to meet my spirit guide, and then, as I'm walking into this forest, I turn around this corner, and there was this beautiful, hovering, woman hovering above the ground about this much, you know. And yeah. she, um, I just felt like, yeah, she must be her. So I'm like, hey, are you my spirit guide? She's like, yes, I am your spirit guide. I'm like, great, this was easy. Um, and I'm like, oh, I have so many questions. Okay, the most important question. Um, What's my mission? What's my purpose? What am I supposed to do in this life? Why did I incarnate? like this, this question has always been like important to me. And so um, I thought I'm going to ask her this. And I also predicted that she was going to say something like, yeah, you know, you have to do something like change the world, like save the world, like heal people, poverty, you know, something like that. That's what I was thinking that she was going to say. However, she said something completely different. She said, uh, you wanted to incarnate because you wanted to learn more uh, about, or she went. No, the right word was that she said you wanted to ex- you wanted to experience and learn a- about love and relationships, and that was like pff, that was it. Like that was what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, wow, okay, and and then that takes some time to process. What does that mean? Because because love is a big word, relationship is a big word. You know, like love to um as a romantic relationships is it love to other people no matter you know what um, a friendship uh, a family member what is it and i think it's like all of that it's like it's there's so if you think about it when if when we are here um if you were to be here on this planet alone uh if you suddenly tomorrow you wake up and everyone is gone and you look out the streets there's no people you check your messages no messages and you you know you fly around the world and there's there's no one left and somehow you also know uh, in a magical way you just know that no one was am i going to come back so there's no hope for anyone to come back and also there's no animals there's no one just 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 you that's all there is right but you still have every single mansion and every single car and every single destination to travel to And somehow there's restaurants with food serving uh, constantly. And so you have all the money in the world. You have everything the world has to offer, but you have nobody to share it with. How would your life be? You know, would you like to live that life? Probably not. You probably feel very depressed very quickly. Uh, That's how I feel when I think about that. So I realized that, you know, life is all about relationship. It's all about people. And without relationships with people and love, there is no point to any of this stuff. True. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that's very true.
1: So I think that's one of my favorite experiences because it, it made yeah. me really reflect internally on, yeah. on things.
0: Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's, if anyone's got any questions, please put them in the comments, um, we've been talking about astro. Do you call it astral traveling or astral projection? What is the right term?
1: There is no right term. It's like astral projection, astral travel, out-of-body experiences. Um, you can use all of those different, um, different words for it, different, different sentences. It's a, it's a very ancient, it's a very uh, old ancient practice. Uh, the more recent sort of, uh, mm, scientific word for it is out-of-body experiences. But it can sometimes get mixed up with um, with, mm, you know, people having out-of-body experiences from other reasons. Like, for example, you can have an out-of-body experience uh, when you're in an accident. I have a friend who was in a car accident who just appeared out of his body. And so the the body can just eject you sometimes out of the the body. That's also called an out-of-body experience. But when we talk about specifically astral projection, you know, it becomes more specific that it's the practice, is the conscious way of doing it rather than just uh, other, other ways.
0: Yeah, very interesting. So if anyone would like to contact you, and um, we'll, have to, we'll have to get your website, your details for everyone. But we have another question. Through the VAL TV wants to know, what was your favourite thing you have learned about yourself while astroprojecting. projecting?
1: uh that I am much much more than a physical body that I am that life is much much more than what we see around us yeah I think that is my favorite thing because then it brings back all that magic you know when you're a kid and you're like you look at the world, you're you're a child, you know, look at the world and it's like this magical place and there's like, there's no, there's no limitations to what's, what's, to what's possible. And then you grow up and it's like, oh, everything becomes kind of mundane. Like, oh, everything's so limited and you have to go to work and then you have to go home and, uh, you know, uh, when you start expanding, uh, and you see, you see what's possible and how many realities there are out there and stuff. It just really brings back the magic, um, of, of what's, what's, um, what the universe has to offer and it just makes things uh makes you feel limitless There's like yeah. limited unlimited unlimited potentials to to everything and to uh yourself
0: mm. yeah and um oh have a thank you some thank yous <laughs> yeah You're
1: thank welcome.
0: you thank you for joining through the tv and thank you to everyone watching so this is your website yeah,
1: yeah, that's the one. Elasticperception.com, and yeah. I also have it underneath my uh, my name here. I'll put it there. It. <laughs> I don't oh. know if you can see it. Can you see it? It's just uh, no. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, this, so, it's yeah. it's the correct the one that's there. Elasticperception.com. That is the right one. If you go to that website, you will be able to see uh, a video that explains a lot of these things and talks about myself and really anything that if you have any questions about what it is you're going to get yourself into how the program works all of that stuff will be explained in this video and uh you can also just skip the video if you wanted to and just book a call with me and then we'll have a one-on-one call where we just talk about you know why you want to ask project what you want to do with it uh how it's going to help you and i we just talk about all the details so that we find, we find out if we can really work together and I can really help you, uh, with your personal situation because it's important because we, because we work on a very personal basis, we need to have a call to just sit down and just kind of talk about what you want to do and how we can approach that the best way. Um, mm-hmm. so, so it's a one hour call and it's uh, yeah, it's a fun talk just to talk about these things and really see what's possible for, for, for the person.
0: That's great. Well, thank you for joining us. It's been a great show. And thank you, everyone, for watching. Have a lovely night, everyone. Bye bye. Thank you for watching. Through the Veil TV. Thank you for watching today. You can find information on our psychics on our Facebook page. Please leave them a review on their pages. Hope to see you again soon.